So a courtesy that I don't afford to my best friend's children is telling them when I'm about to swear, but that's what I'm doing right now. Uh, This podcast has some inappropriate language, so please make sure you have your headphones in if you're around small children. Thank you. You're listening to The Growth Sequence, a new age podcast for women to gain confidence, improve relationships, and find peace of mind through understanding their thoughts and emotions. Jillian Perrick is a master's graduate life coach, and lady boss of her coaching and consulting company, Northern Resolutions. Time for some rosé and realization, ladies. Here's Jillian. Hey, everybody. So I hope you liked my little disclaimer there. I feel like I should put that at the beginning of every podcast, but you'll get used to it. Anyways, so um, welcome to 2018, where because of social media, we know about everything, about anyone. It's exhausting also kind of cool. I really don't know how I feel about it. It just depends on the day. But anyways, Ariana Grande, child star turned big time pop singer, recently became engaged to her short time boyfriend, Pete Davidson, who is a Saturday Night Live comedian. It's apparently big news because they're celebrities, but also because they've only been dating for a minute, like literally two months, as the news have reported. I like to see the good in situations like this, even if I personally think it's a tad fast, but unless you know all the details, you can't really judge, right? I mean, you can't, but we still do. But that's not why I'm mentioning them today. Not at all. Today's podcast is all about confidence and a new phenomenon brought about by Pete Davidson, which is sweeping the nation. And it's called Big Dick Energy, which is really aggressive, but... What is big dick energy? Obviously, Urban Dictionary has a definition because it wouldn't be detailed in a regular dictionary. Big dick energy is confidence without cockiness. It is never misplaced and it cannot be simulated. It is the sexual equivalent of writing a check for 10k knowing you got it in the bank. Essentially, big dick energy is confidence, not cockiness. In truer form, it is inner confidence that radiates outwards. It is not boastful or braggy or obvious. And it's important to note that a lot of us perceive confidence as cockiness. We see someone with a loud voice and an aggressive demeanor and think that that means they're confident. However, confidence is the quiet realization that you are enough. It is the resiliency that makes you get back up when you fail. And it is what makes you take risks without knowing the outcome. When we learn how to be confident in ourselves and our abilities, we inevitably grow. So I've been thinking a lot about confidence and where it comes from. We're going to talk about the ways in which people, especially women, perceive their level of confidence and why. And then I'm going to give you a trick that you can use in the long term to gradually build your self-confidence. And if you're someone who, on paper, looks like you've got all your shit together, but on the inside you feel like a complete fraud, then this is for you. Confidence is a tricky thing, and I know that women usually have the struggle of being confident but not overconfident, so that means that we very well opt to not being confident at all in our abilities. I know a lot of women in my life who are very successful but attribute that to their luck or other external contributors, myself included. And no matter what other people tell you about your looks or your abilities or your work ethic, if you intrinsically believe that you're not worthy of that validation, you will not internalize it. So somebody can be telling you that the sun literally shines out of your ass and you won't believe them. You'll accept the compliment, say thank you very much, but at the end of the day, you're still going home thinking to yourself, I'm not good enough, I'm not worthy, I'm not good at my job and whatever else you can think of. And this can be dangerous because whenever you fail or whenever you make a mistake, especially at work in terms of our professional lives, you find it to be a complete strike against you as a person. And this can be very damaging to your confidence. When you already have low self-esteem with regards to the mistake you just made, it will just further your belief that you're not good enough at your job or not worthy of positive validation. 
And again, you can have a million great job reviews or somebody can be telling you all day every day that the job you're doing is fantastic and none of it will ever land. But if you're doing all of these great things and then one day you make a mistake and someone says, oh, I actually found that there was an error on this, you take that to heart and immediately you are already listing all the ways that you're wrong or all the ways that you aren't good at your job. This can also translate to perfectionism, which I cover in a different podcast. So back to confidence, this actually makes me think of attribution theory, which is how a person comes to arrive at explanations for situations or individuals. We automatically examine the information that we have gathered and therefore make a judgment, and it is basically attaching meaning to the behavior to ourselves or to others. So this is something that we do within a second. You don't even notice that you're doing it. It is so common. So there is internal attribution, which is assigning the cause of the behavior to internal characteristics, such as personality or religious beliefs. And then there's external attribution, which assigns behavior based on external factors, such as situational circumstances or environmental causation. So to explain how this works, I'll give you an everyday scenario. Um, You're in the Tim Hortons drive-thru and you're having a really rushed and crazy morning. You've been scatterbrained since you've gotten up and now you're going to be late if you don't get your coffee. So you're not in the greatest mood because of your crappy morning, even though in general you know you're a happy person. You pull up to the window and the drive-thru attendant is looking real bitchy and is being super rude to you and this makes you angry. And you think to yourself, wow, that person is an asshole. I'm sure you can think of many of these scenarios in which you were doing something and believed that someone was a jerk just based on a snap judgment. Like when someone cuts you off, or when you meet somebody for the first time and they're a little bit standoffish, and you might think, wow, this person's not very nice. They must not be a very nice person. We literally do it all the time. It's a natural reaction to a negative situation with people we don't know very well. And a lot of the time, just like with this drive-thru attendant, you are attributing their negative behavior to the fact that they are not a very nice person, which is an internal attribution. But you know that you've had a hectic morning. So if you're being a little rude to the drive-thru attendant, you tell yourself it's because of external factors, such as your hectic morning, rationalizing your behavior. Where am I going with this? I see a lack of self-confidence as attribution theory in reverse. As someone who struggles with self-confidence, there have been times where I've made a mistake at work or in a relationship and immediately beat myself up for it, attributing it to my internal self and therefore my self-esteem was lowered. When I've done well in those things, I would shrug it off as no big deal or attribute that to an external factor, such as I only did well on that project because I received help from my colleague and without her, it probably would have failed miserably. These are also not conducive to high self-esteem. And now we get to my little trick that I developed, which is called the seesaw. And I've used it to gradually build my self-confidence. It's not perfect, but it works over time. And it is longevity that we are trying to achieve. So you have a current negative belief that has grounded you into the sand. This is the heaviest part of the seesaw. And this current grounding belief is negative in nature and something that you truly believe about yourself or about your behavior. As an example, we will say that this grounding belief is... I'm not as productive on my team at work as others are. This is what you believe, contrary to all the evidence that it's not true. We then go to the highest point of the seesaw, where you will find a positive and self-serving thought that you don't believe at this point in time, such as, I'm an integral part of the team. Once again, you may not believe this, but that doesn't matter. It is a thought that is possible, but just out of your reach for you to believe at this time. And in the middle of the seesaw, we have a neutral and true thought in which you believe that will begin the process of evening out the seesaw, such as, I often run our weekly meetings. If it weren't for me, others would not receive important meeting minutes and therefore we wouldn't know how to proceed with our workload. This is a neutral thought that you can and do believe, even if it's just in the slightest. You're not over-complimenting yourself, you're simply stating facts. 
So your job is to actively add neutral, true, believable facts to the center of your seesaw on a weekly or daily basis, which will inch you closer and closer to your goal of reaching that thought of, I am an integral part of the team, and will lead you farther and farther away from your thought of being unproductive. By adding these neutral thoughts, you are also actively thinking of ways you can improve and ways you can add to your mental seesaw, which will begin to influence your behavior, because our thoughts influence our behavior and our feelings. And that is this week's episode of Confidence. I hope you all liked it. And please check out the links in this podcast, all my social media pages. And if you like this episode, as well as my other ones, subscribe to my channel and also make sure to rate and review. Have a great week, everybody. Amen.